news this week um, for the host. Uh, we have Kevin and Neil and Christine, which is me, for this week. All right, so let's um, dig into the news. The first news we have is from Kevin, I think, right? Yeah, it's mine. So okay. um, my news from Wall Street Journal. It's uh, welcome to the new Casablanca, the world cities that stay open. So uh, this is talking about the um, Dubai and Singapore of them uh, to be opening to the rest of the world during the COVID-19 and how are they doing this? So um, first is talk about the story of Dubai because Dubai it's um, even more open than Singapore. So since last July, Dubai has opened to the UK uh, tourists, like pure tourists to enter Dubai like freely. And uh, that was like uh, when UK has reported some like a like the new strain of the coronavirus, and and it was like a, during a very serious lockdown. Yeah. Oh, sorry, some background noise. Um, yeah. So, uh, Dubai actually didn't do anything. They 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 just opened their doors to the world, and 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 no quarantine. People just freely come in and out, and even a lot of UK like celebrities they choose to hold the party in the in Dubai. You know, with the other like friends from the other countries because they cannot meet in. Uh, either Europe or, or or UK, so they choose Dubai as the place to hold the party. And uh, in the business wise, uh, in case in they they shared a, they reported a case that uh, a startup uh, want to raise the money. And uh, in order to get the money, they need to have you know have the face to face meeting with the investor. Otherwise, they won't sign a check. And the way the place they they choose on earth is Dubai. They both teams flew to Dubai and 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 meet face to face and then secure the deal. Yeah, so um, Dubai just you know pretty open. That's uh, one case. And another case, it's uh, it's Singapore's case. Um, so Singapore, uh, very clever. They designs like a, a lot of you know ways to open them up themselves up. First, they consider like the, uh, a list of the like green light countries, including like Taiwan and and mainland China. Uh, where the the pandemic is least it's less serious than Singapore, so it the, when people freely come in, they want to really you know worsen the situation. That's their 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 standard, and so they open up to those greenest countries, and also they created something called bio bubble. Uh, bio bubble is actually really cool. So the way they do it is that they 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 find a hotel nearby the airport and they redesign the room of the hotel to make it be able to you know for people to to meet face to face, so uh, try to imagine a room, and there's like a window in a, a a glass in between. It's like in a jail, right? When you make the calls like to the when you when you visit the your family when you're as a prisoner, you have to do exactly the same thing. Like you pick up a phone you see in the movie, and in front is the glass, and then you talk to the people outside the glass. So Singapore are doing exactly the same thing. So if the any any people from any country, even though the pandemic is very very like serious, they can fly to Singapore and only stay in that hotel. And on the on the like the, the uh, say polluted, a contaminated side of the hotel. And then the rest of the Singaporeans they stay in another side of the hotel. In in between is the it's like a a glass. So they can be able to meet face to face. You know to discuss the 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 thing they want to discuss. So this is us Singaporean do this thing. Uh, I think it's very creative. Uh, but in the re in the news article, it was reported that uh, people who actually did this for business purpose said it was very 
it, it was a confinement that they feel very uncomfortable when they stay in a contaminated site and do nothing. They just stay in a hotel, quarantine hotel, and go to that meeting room and go back and fly away. So they find it, it, it's really bad. And they said, uh, um, even though the, the glass is really, very transparent, but it, feels, it still feels very different. Like when you are actually doing this face to face, they, they, yeah, <laughs> they don't have the physical contact and, and so on. So that's basically the news. And uh, one, one thing to add on is that the title, I find it very interesting. It says, welcome to the news Casablanca. Why is it Casablanca? It's because that uh, during the Second World War, Casablanca in Morocco is the place that opened to the world. So for, um, for the French people, you know, that it was occupied by Nazi Germany. They can still go into Casablanca and sit on the same table with the German soldier and they cannot have any conflict. It's this kind of a place. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's why there, there's such a title. And so my question here, it's, there are two questions. The first question is, how do you evaluate pros and cons for Dubai's open door policy? So, uh, Neil, you go first. What? Sorry, I, I actually try to read the news, but uh, is Dubai's situation serious comparing with other yes. places? Since, since they opened the door, the, uh, the COVID <laughs> cases surged the three times. Of course. <laughs> so originally it was under control or not? I, I don't know. It, I, <laughs> I don't need to evaluate it. There, there's all cons. <laughs> there is no pros. It's going to die people, man. <laughs> pros probably, uh, I know they're famous for, for travel, so... The pros is probably stay vibrant um, and, and stay in people's mind. You know, I have a I have a couple of classmates where they go for exchange students in in Europe, and oh, they told mm -hmm. they told me that they always fly on. Wait a second, it's called Emirates. Yeah, Emirates. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that that Emirates Emirates airline. It's because. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's their national airlines. They they fly you to Dubai and, and fly you to Europe. If you fly directly to Europe, it's more expensive. But if you stay in Dubai for like a day or something, you just stay there, uh, the, the flight ticket is going to be cheaper. And that really makes them say, hey, I want to stay in Dubai for a couple of days and, mm -hmm. and travel. I think it's very effective. So they're already famous for, for travel, at least in my mind. Um, I think it's very important to continuously uh, to do that, but it's really bad to for for them uh, for the pandemic to get worse in in their mm -hmm. country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, I won't. I don't. I don't want Taiwan to to apply the same open door policy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Christine. I'm just wondering why why Dubai governments want to do this. Is is it because of um, they still want to remain their business to run? Uh, I don't know, but now Dubai has already become the like like the center of the business world, international business world, because it's the only open city for the for the global <laughs> business people. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
maybe yeah <laughs> maybe they think it's good to let Dubai to become that city and Dubai actually it sounds um, reasonable because it's in the middle of every country the the like the geo uh, geographical location of it it's very good and also it's a very wealthy place so I I guess that's why they they are there to do this but yeah this like disregarding all of the noises <laughs> I think uh, Dubai by nature there, there's nothing there there's no oil like uh, nothing there's just a desert everything is artificial so uh, they really make it like purposely to be uh, like the connection between the east and the west so then right. um, yeah they, they build a lot of con like convention center they held a lot of international meetings over in Dubai like they, they yeah. it's, it's, it's how they survive for so because because if you appoint other countries for this um, kind of usage I think it's all of other countries are weird for example if you like appoint um, like New York to be to be the, in the middle that is very super weird and like uh, like other countries in Europe it's still very not convenient too because yeah Europe is all like adjacent to each other it will be more serious if the pandemic yeah <laughs> explodes there yeah so yeah I guess that's that's yeah imaginable have you guys been to Dubai no I've been there Kevin twice did, right you've been twice? Yeah, twice yes oh that's why you're you're Kevin Lauban how come no, no I, I always stop by, you know, it's because the, it's really because the flight ticket is cheaper, a lot cheaper, <laughs> like, flight, like transfer by Dubai, it's very tiring, uh, but, you know, I, I got the energy, so I just, you know, uh, use a couple hours, go going to the city and have a meal, buy something and then go back to the airport. How was it? How was it? It's Never good. Been... Um, it's, it's interesting, like, uh, uh, outdoor, it's so hot, it's, it's so warm, it's like 40 degrees, <laughs> incredibly warm. <laughs> yeah, it's really desert. <laughs> you cannot survive under the sun. So outside, outdoor, there's no people. Oh. Yeah, interesting. I think for Dubai to control the pandemic is actually not very hard because, like, there is no one outside the door. Like, everyone stay inside the hotel or shopping mall. It's like all segmented. So if something happens, just need to lock down that place. And 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 I heard I heard the the pandemic will uh, come back to life at winter i had i have never got it i have i don't understand how come you will get the disease suddenly at winter how does the temperature uh make this disease more popular i don't i just don't get it and i, I would oh. imagine if it's hot in dubai probably it won't spread that fast is it okay so uh a layman's word is that the, the heat kills the, 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 the virus, but in the, in the reality is that the virus has some like active level. And in the, in the winter, the, the, this COVID virus will increase the active level. So it's more like uh, easy to infect the other people. Say if you are you're, you're coughing and you're spreading your saliva in the air and someone may get the virus in there. But uh, if the active level is very low, say you are in a very very hot temperature, then maybe the whole entire room won't get that because the the virus is too weak and they just die off during the the way of you know passing through. But in the in the cold 
like in the cold winter, uh, the virus will be very active, so it's very easy to transmit it to the other people. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's an Arctic virus. <laughs> <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to a second question. Uh, yeah. uh, considering Singapore's bio bubble, can you suggest other way of opening up to world? <laughs> I think it's very good. I think it's already very creative yeah. <laughs> and satisfying. <laughs> At least I can I can see the people. It's just it's just there, like on the other side of the yeah. glass. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think it's like satisfied because um, probably because for um, for Taiwanese we don't we don't have a lot of like social um, manners like people. In Western countries, they they like to like shake hands and like do some um, like hugs or something to greet each other. But for for like um, people in Chinese culture, I think we just uh, like talk to each other and nod or something. So I think it's quite satisfying for like discussing businesses or for co governmental meetings. At least we can see each other and not through the club, right? Yeah, we already have like the invisible uh, glasses in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for well, think of another way to open up the world. What? I'm also thinking, Sorry. how can we open up the world um, mm. easy, easily? Yeah. Would it be not enough for like people who tested, uh, who have vaccine, uh, who has already got vaccinated and tested negative to travel abroad only? Would it be not satisfied? Would like would it be not enough to um, kind of opening up the world if um, if the vaccination is effective? Yeah, probably we negative. don't. We don't know if vaccination is working or not, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, Pro and probably if you you get vaccinated, you can still spread. It's just you you're you're still yeah, healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's proved. <laughs> that's proven, yeah, right? All the people who contact you got got affected. Yeah. All oh, right, right. <laughs> only only you you don't. Yeah. You're, I don't, I don't know if, if I don't know if, if it works like that. <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was also thinking about other ways, but the biggest issue um, before we have vaccines, that's testing is not useful because uh, there are chances you you're testing, you got tested today, you get a, you get, you get the you get COVID tomorrow, so you have to get cons continuously tested. So how can we actually open up the world? I guess there are smart people who think. <laughs> uh, such such measure, but there's none. So I guess there's there's none. <laughs> How about you, Kevin? Smart people like you should think yeah. of one. No, I think Singaporeans are smart enough. It's a, yeah. it's a yeah, very feasible way. Yeah, it's good and yeah, a glass, cool. <laughs> like this regarding the uncomfortable uncomfortable feeling just just ignore that okay it's already good 
Yeah, okay. eventually, like, a, it, yeah, it's like a quarantine zone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's OK, uh, we can move on. OK, OK, let's move to Neil's news. Next one is mine. Um, so uh, my my news from CNN says the topic is everyone is worrying the economy is overheating. But what does the, that actually mean? So, um, so it's, it's mainly talk about U.S. Um, according to the estimation, the size of the economy for U.S. was nearly 19.1 trillion. Large number, I don't know. But um, comparing with end of 2019, it's 166 billion lower. Still a big number, but uh, I would say it's uh, comparing with last year, February, uh, U.S. is down more than 8 million jobs so there's, there's 8 million people at least out of work and I think their unemployment rate is pretty pretty high comparing with a couple of years ago so but what what the economist is really worried about um, uh, in in the in overheating is the inflation the price is going going high and why is that is because in currently prices in some categories are super high and some prices in other categories are super low like uh taking airplanes or, or live stay in the hotel the prices are, are comparably lower than than usual but prices for for grocery stores or uh, food at home are so so expensive and in this news it says that the grocery stores a uh, grocery are completely sold out at Staples. If you've been to Staples, it's uh, selling pens and 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 uh, staples, and it's for for it's wenju a stationery for stationery. <laughs> but people are going there to buy buy groceries. That you can't imagine uh, how many people are staying at home and trying to eat. So, um, but however, and and also the the used car prices surged as well. Uh, we we talked about this this um the before so many people are buying cars as they want they, they want to move to suburban and they need cars if, if they live in the city before uh, they need a car right now um and uh as biden has a stimulus package uh it, it is it is predictable that people will have the money to spend and this will mean the price is going to rise as you know supply and demand goes up at the same time it will raise up the price level but um, the uh, economists and uh, are worried about if this raised rapidly, this can can um, has a negative impact on the recovery. So um, so currently, people are worried that the Federal Reserve will stop their monetary policy, which is that they set up an interest rate at a very very low level, at nearly zero level, and they're printing money. They're actually they're buying a lot of security from the market so they're giving away a lot of monies uh to to the to the public um they're they're worried the the only reason to you for you to control the price level is that you take the interest rate back up if either interest rate go up the price level will go down so, anyway uh, um so uh, and, and and another thing from my own knowledge is I was majoring in economy. So uh, the economists really hate, really hate the fluctuations. If you know the the, the wave, you know if if it it's down first, drop down sharply, it will goes up sharply. 
and if it, if it, the fluctuation is is slow, it will stay low. I don't know why. It's it's not science. It's the phenomena that people observe for a couple thousand years. So economists say, hey, if don't don't get too much boom, don't get too much down. It's just um, just stay at a, a consistent level. That would be great. So, um, so that's ba basically the news. It's it's more like an update. So, um, but comparing with with um, with U.S. the situation in Taiwan, we don't have that much. Um, so the question I have for you is that um, <laughs> it's so hard to ask a question. Um, um, so uh, the price level and um, yeah, do you guys have any 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 idea or thoughts? If no, um, <laughs> this, is, yes, this is super awkward. I have no question. Um, yeah, that's basically my news. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> yes. So, because you major in economics, so what's the what's the long term policy for Taiwan now? <laughs> um, what do what do you mean by you mean economically? <laughs> yeah. Um, the best way is that uh, we can be the 53 state of the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be a huge boost. Yeah, it wasn't, I, I, we didn't teach how to boom the economy for Taiwan when we studied, when we studied school. It's too far away for us. It's all, all math. And mm -hmm. I was I was pretty pretty mad about that because um, before you you go into this major you don't expect too many math you say hey I want I don't want I don't I don't want math but still so many math what I'm saying what am I saying <laughs> um, yeah yeah do you have a question Kevin I know I know economics use a lot of calculus right <laughs> yes. Yeah, I learned calculus because of that. <laughs> how was that? Did you do? Did you how do well? What? How was what? How was calculus? calculus? Okay. It was very, very, very basic because I only learned that for for yeah calculating my my economics test. Yeah, I also minor in economics for two years, but huh? yeah, I I didn't I didn't learn much. So yeah. I and I know very very basic knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like we were we were like drawing all the the, the charts every day. So I was yeah. I was pretty good at drawing. I have a lot of pens. Me and, too, but, but I cannot cannot excel at tests. Even though I'm so good at drawing, my test is like just passed, <laughs> just past sixty or something. It's very it was, hard. It was like we were like doing a lot of writings and drawings and um, and for statistics, you know, you have to do a lot of calculations with that as well. Yeah. So that's the most two parts, the, the calculus, statistics and economy. Uh, mm -hmm. But after I started working, you know, there's just a couple lines of code and you just brock, everything's done. And <laughs> you're like, how come I still use the kind of, how can we still draw that much? It's really stupid. It's really stupid. Yeah. It's for you to remember, I think. 
<laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. probably, probably. <laughs> Kevin, do you still do you use stuff you have learned at school when today? No. <laughs> not 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 even the things from high school or junior high school. I think I I I, I, I the whole education was a waste. <laughs> I, I should start working like after I graduate from kindergarten. I think. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yes, but. <laughs> oh, like nothing. <laughs> I have no, I have no question from from the news. I only have question for your personal story. <laughs> so, so you you don't you don't use your knowledge from your major, right? Me, me too. Me too. I have zero <laughs> knowledge from my major. Yeah. Too. Do you do you think <laughs> that college is a waste of worse time? Than yes. Do you think it's a worse waste of time, or do you think it's um, if you 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 can choose or your kids, will you still let them go to college? Like like Google Google has a lot of kind of certificates says hey don't go to college you can study certificates and come to Google. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. There will be like another thirty years to worry about, so I'm not worried now. Ten fifty seven. Sorry. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. So let's go to my news. So my news is from BBC, and the title is "North Korea Accuses Joe Biden of Pursuing Hostile Policy Over Its Nuclear Program." So the title explains um, much about the content. Um, so basically, North Korea is pointing out that Joe Biden is um, uh, saying that North Korea is posing a threat to the global um, situation, and uh, Joe Biden is like they're going to uh, set a practical approach which is collaborative to North Korea, and which is very hard to understand. But yeah, for for Joe Biden, he's like he think um, the nuclear program in DPRK, which is North Korea, and also the nuclear program in Iran, is the two biggest threats in the world, and which is very like insulting. So like um um, Kim, Mr. Kim is very upset about this, and also um some statement uh which is reported from the White House. Also saying that Joe Biden is um, like uh, saying that the North Koreans' current situation for the nuclear program is very intolerable, which um, yeah, which me which make um, Mr. Kim very unhappy. And actually, uh, the United States have already uh, worked on uh, to um, to stop the nuclear program in DPRK for a long time, like for four periods of presidency or long, even long, longer. But Donald Trump is actually the, the only person who had a real um, like meeting to the, the president in uh, North Korea, which yeah happened for, uh, three years ago, I think, in 2018, that two of the, um, the president has, has meet, met in North Korea and had this, yeah, uh, the inter-Korean summit. But for other presidents in the United States, they always like um, saying that they're going to um, 
they're going to uh, make sanctions on the North Korea to to um, like stop these kind of um, hostile in the world. But it's actually very um, they, they are not taking the practical measurements to to do this. And uh, it's also recorded that Mr. Kim now described the U.S. as the biggest enemy for North Korea. So, yeah, that's basically about this news, which is very simple because it's from BBC. I, I just I, I got um, I got a problem logging into my uh, economist. So I read a news. Yeah, I found a news from BBC. So my question is that uh, why do you think Joe Biden started to impose sanctions to DPRK at this moment? And the second question is, what do you think it means that United States is pursuing a collaborative practical approach to the North Korea? Yeah. <laughs> Kim, I want to go first. <laughs> oh, it was so hard. Uh, sanctions yeah, to DPRK. Yeah, it's so hard. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Uh, let me think for a while. Yeah, um, pretty easy news, but pretty tough questions. Yeah, BBC always had like very, very kind of um. Uh, put like surface report, but they're not going deeper. But it's actually a very deep news. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably need to search more information on other in on sport uh, like in other sources. The fuck. Hmm. Why is this this moment? No idea. Probably he wants to stay a strong image for for the U.S. public. Yeah, because his yeah, because his like, uh, I think we discussed last week like that the United States is going to, um, yeah, make make the country great again. So yeah, they're kind of yeah, make a lot of sanctions to other countries. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think I got some idea. Uh, so why this period of time? Because Joe Biden was elected. I think that's mm -hmm. the answer. Uh, so before it was Donald Trump, like uh, uh, for the Republicans to rule the country, and now it's Democrats, right? That's uh, the the biggest change. It's not about COVID or anything. It's just that the the parties changed, and uh, we all know that uh, the. The policy from these two parties are very different uh, in terms of the like the foreign diplomatic ma uh, matters. So for Trump administration, uh, Republicans they are they are more like a, like pro U.S. like uh, a bit more isolated, especially for Trump. So uh, they they withdraw the troops from from the uh, from several places, Middle East, uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. I, I I forgot whether they withdraw, uh, and they cut down like the. Uh, the troops being settled in Korea and Japan, and and this downsides the ones in Europe as well, so they can cut the cost for maintaining the global order. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for Republicans, they don't really care about the like the U.S. to rule the global order in such a way, um, mm -hmm. because it's like very costly, and, mm -hmm. and there's no like a immediate economic return in that case. But for the uh, for Democrats, it's very different. They they their supporters are more like uh, for the human rights and for uh, like the global um, 
governance. So, uh, so it's liberal parties. They are they they are more keen on like interfering or intervening with the uh, the foreign affairs. So uh, it's a it's the biggest difference between the two countries. And because uh, during the Trump period, uh, they try to, um, you know, like have a negotiation with North Korea, and they want to cut down the size of military power in. Uh, presents in in South Korea, so uh, Joe Biden is trying to reverse the process. I think mm -hmm. that's the reason. Okay. Yeah, that's US very hard. has been. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, US has been uh, imposing sanctions on Cuba and like North Korea for like Iran for a very very long period of time. It was only like during the Trump's period they want to, uh, like you know, lift this kind of a sanction, and now it just reverses back. Okay. <laughs> Calibrated practical approach. <laughs> I don't know what's that. I I know each so, of the word, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm so confused. <laughs> for BBC, for for. Or whoever wrote this news. Calibrated means like uh, just just a political nonsense. <laughs> uh, now my, myself, I'm a U.S. culture lover, um, but I'm a I, I don't really I really don't like U.S. government, both parties. Okay. Um, okay. So it's um I just don't get it. How come how come they have the the right or the power to say, "Hey, uh, I think North Korea, you guys are terrorists. You guys are, um, you're enough. You you can't have nuclear weapon, but but we can. Mm -hmm. European nation can have the, the weapon. And how can you, as a country who said that they they are invading Afghanistan because uh, there's evidence suggest that they have nuclear weapon, but after a couple of years they say, "Okay, sorry, we didn't find any." And but you already bombed their country. It's it's, it's um it's uh it feels like they're finding um righteous excuse for their behavior, but actually it's because they're strong. Um, yeah. They want to impose rules, but I I do get that. But it's just that they try and find a righteous reason. Um. So um. This is quite serious topic, but for for all I know is that uh, Mr. Kim is a big NBA fan like me, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and Mr. Kim is 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 famous for uh, he loved uh, NBA player called Dennis Rodman. Uh -huh. Dennis Rodman is a very very bad boy. He's a uh, he's a guy who always fight with other NBA players. You know uh -huh. every time on the court, uh, if you push him. A little, he will punch you. He will. He's he's a he's a troublemaker, and he oh, has. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, also mentioned in this news that Joe Biden called Kim a, a thug. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. Just made me think That's, of that. Yeah. <laughs> dance Rodman. And you, um, you just say you you just said that you you don't like U.S. government, right? So yeah. I I think of one question for both of you, like the last question. Like, do you have any preference of government, the world government? Like, do you have any government that you like in like all of the world, within all of the world? <laughs> um, I, I don't. I do on. I don't 
hate. I don't actually hate U.S. government mm-hmm. for doing or Chinese government. They're doing for their own self-interest. But okay. I don't like is that they do it and they say, uh-huh. "Oh, it's for freedom." Okay. <laughs> it's for okay. peace. Maybe let's make this question like. Yeah. If you can choose, then which country, because of the government, you will you will prefer to live in, because of the government. Ah,、oh, because of the government. Yeah, not because of this country is like they they、That、have a VA or they they are rich or yeah, but just because of the government. That would depends. If I'm a I'm a senior officer for in North Korea, I'll I'll live in a good life. I don't want to be a citizen of the United States because I'll get discriminated.、Uh, but if I get a good position in the U.S., comparing with a citizen of North Korea, I will choose U.S. <laughs> it's a very、um, as for for my self interest. And you know, as an as an officer in the U.S., you get you get nothing. But if you're an officer in North Korea, you know, I can. This is recorded. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say it loud. I have a lot of power. You have a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I have exactly the same answer. If you can choose your dad, then I will be born in North Korea. I want to be Kim's son, <laughs> the most powerful person in the world. Yes. You can say hey. Yeah, you're on the street. You can hey, Christine, come over and slap Christine and and go back. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> don't slap me, please. <laughs> citizens. <laughs> wow, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> If you can choose, will you choose to be a, a a citizen of U.S. or you can be a senior officer? Like I'm saying, senior officer. You're not like the 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 core, the power. A circle of Kim. If you、mm-hmm. are, you probably die any tomorrow, right?、Mm-hmm. If you make him mad,、um, but you're just a senior officer. Okay. Two- uh, citizen of U.S. Really? Yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> you like you love power. No. Okay. So you, so you will choose. So you will choose officer in in North Korea. You you can't you can't you just stand on the street and say hey Neil Kevin come over and just slap us. <laughs> I don't want to slap you guys, so it's okay. I can be a U.S. citizen and、oh, meet you guys. <laughs> you're a loving and kind person. Yeah. Yeah,、not. I am. <laughs> How about Kevin? Yeah, for a peace lover, I think like、uh, to be a citizen of U.S. Yeah, it's really good. Or citizens of in Euro- European countries. I will pick Europe actually. I won't pick US. I will pick Europe.、Okay. Yes. Which country? It's any country in、uh, Western and Northern Europe. Why not Eastern Europe? <laughs> no, it's it's different. Eastern Europe is not really <laughs> Europe. Europe. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, I think I'll choose I'll choose North Europe. North Europe. Yes, so it's so great. Like heaven. I think they have the the, the balance of freedom and equality.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pay a lot、yeah. of taxes, but you still get a lot of benefits. That's equality.、Yeah. But you still can do anything you want. So no yeah, one choose Taiwan. <laughs> of course not. You lived it here for a long time. How can you still choose Taiwan? Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> haven't you learned in the past 20 couple years? <laughs> that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, come um, relatively good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we finished. You... Sorry. Oh, <laughs> keep, keep, sorry. Keep saying. No, it's just a, a nonsense comment. I, I think like if you go on the street in Taiwan and ask people to yield their Taiwanese passport for a U.S. passport, I feel a lot of people will say yes. <laughs> but actually, Taiwan's passport is very useful internationally. I think it can sold. It, it can be sold at good price. <laughs> yeah, relatively. But still, I want the European passport if I can choose. Or Japanese. <laughs> Okay. I think um, a, a disadvantage of Taiwan is that we're, we're really small. So if you're like Kevin, you're in China or if you're in, in US, you're in a working environment, you will uh, come across with industry that has a massive scale. Uh, but in Taiwan, you don't you don't really have that. Like like my um, like my colleague, they will go on a case from for uh, for harbor, you know, you know, harbor or for for um, I don't know how to say that shimu, like you're feeding a cow or a chicken uh -huh. and they will spend millions of dollars on IT software. But in Taiwan, there's not a chance uh, because they have the massive scale to 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 feed cows. So uh, it's great to to have the kind of if you're a big nation, you have a variety of industries and a lot of people. That's something I would really am envy on. Same, same for us okay i mean like uh, um for just living here in taiwan it's, it's pretty good so i think like the because you're asking a passport right so i think i will choose to like uh, hold a u.s or europe passport and live in taiwan i think it's a it's it's great you know dude, <laughs> to be a foreigner dude, do you, do you know if you, if you have the u.s passport and you live in taiwan you have to pay taxes for us yeah i know i know that. yeah but it's fine for you, Ray, because you don't you don't pay any tax. Yeah, I don't pay tax. <laughs> I remember that you, you mentioned this last time. You have like low income <laughs> record. No, no, I, I want that, but I can't. It's so hard. So oh, hard to get it's all in Kaiman, Kaiman Chindao, yes. Uh, next <laughs> next to bank account of Abian, yes. <laughs> Okay, we have finished all of our news. I think yep. we can call it off today. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, great. Thank you. See you right, next see you. week. See you. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.